Hey guys, what's happening? Let me be the first to welcome you to the Non-Athlete Club. If you don't even know what the Non-Athlete Club is, I'm sorry to say, but you're going to have to get the heck out of here because you're probably not an athlete. But anyways, my name is Bobby O'Neill and I'm a retired minor league pitcher and I'm a current content creator for the baseball community on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. This is my first crack at a podcast. You're going to have to bear with me as I learn the ropes and kind of navigate through the etiquette of this platform. I just have no idea where even I'm going to post this after I'm done filming. So bear with me. I don't even know if you can comment on these things or if you can like them. So do what you got to do to help spread the word. But uh, this episode, this first episode, I'm just going to be going over my story, telling you a little bit about where I came from um, as a youth and kind of how I navigated through high school, college, into pro ball, and then how I went through uh, retirement and started going into pitching instruction and now how I'm like in social media and stuff. So hope you enjoy. Um, do what you got to do for the podcast. Share it however you got to do it. But uh, I hope you really enjoy this episode. Take care, guys. God bless. This is my baseball story. So I'm the third oldest of nine siblings. I had an older brother and an older sister who were both high-achieving athletes. And so by 10 years old, it was no surprise that I wanted to play professional baseball. My career really didn't start taking off until I was a junior in high school when I started competing with guys like Danny Duffy, Garrett Cole, and Joe Kelly in scout ball. After sending off countless emails to numerous coaches around the country, I finally started communicating with the coaches at Biola University. That first year as a collegiate athlete was an amazing experience. I got to meet new people, I got to be out on my own, got to gain some independence, but my ERA was trash. I had a 9 ERA over 21 innings pitched and 11 walks, and I couldn't find the strike zone to save my life. That summer I had high expectations to clean up some mechanical flaws and get some more innings pitched, but I ended up having a three-month setback when I broke my back. I spent all fall and winter in the training room and in the weight room learning about my body and how to stay healthy and learning the importance of strength and how it keeps me on the field. Sophomore year, I transitioned into the starting role and started getting more innings pitched and started reducing that ERA, but I still was rehabbing from my back injury. Junior year, I was met with a lot of arm fatigue and bicep tendonitis, so my numbers were way down, my velo was way down, and I just could not throw a strike to save my life. Senior year is when I started to take things serious. I started surrounding myself with people who were on the same mission as me. I got in touch with my older brother and we started doing a workout program with my closer and myself who were both on track to getting drafted. We were doing these crazy cross-country runs three days a week after practice. We were meeting up at midnight religiously every night to get these two-hour workouts in. It was about a month before the draft when I was throwing 90 consistently and the Minnesota Twins happened to see me at a game at the Masters College. After that game ended, they had me fill out a questionnaire, and I was finally on a pro team's radar. After spending two entire days listening for Cameron's name and then waiting a third day for my own name, I was sitting on pins and needles and was starting to get discouraged. So the 40th round comes and goes, my name's not called. 41, same thing. 42, same thing. By the 43rd round, I was stressing. With only three rounds to go and the Minnesota Twins being the only team I was speaking with, I began to contemplate what other career path I was going to have to choose if I didn't get to play baseball anymore. But God is good and he let me hear those amazing words. In the 43rd round of the 2011 first year player draft, the Minnesota Twins select Bobby O'Neill, right-handed pitcher at a Biola University. Two days later, I'm signing my contract at home. Day after that, I'm on a plane to Florida. A week after that, I'm signing my first autograph. 
That first year with the Twins was one of my best years ever. I had 39 innings pitched and a sub-3 RA, and I had like a 4-to-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio. Going into that offseason, I had thoughts of grandeur. I thought for sure they were going to call me up to the big leagues in the next couple years until I got that phone call in the offseason that the Minnesota Twins were releasing me due to the fact that there were too many people in their organization my age, and they had to make room for the younger guys they were planning on drafting the next year. That pretty much crushed my spirit for about a week, but then I went into go mode. I started calling every single scout I knew, every single scout I'd ever spoken with. I shared with them my story, told them where I was at, and begged every single one of them to throw a bullpen in front of them to prove my value. After a ton of people saying no and a ton of scouts saying that they were too full in their organization, I finally got the Miami Marlins to agree to come watch me in a bullpen. After I threw that bullpen, the Miami Marlins made a few phone calls and actually signed me the very next day. The circumstances that led up to me getting signed by the Miami Marlins and getting invited to spring training made me super cocky. Like I thought for sure it was all because of myself and I wasn't trusting God and I thought for sure that I was going to get to the big leagues on my own accord. That attitude lasted all of three weeks until that one morning where I'm sitting in front of my locker and I get that awkward tap on the shoulder where I had to take that solemn walk down the hallway into the coach's office where they released me and sent me home. After that release, I decided it might be time to go the independent ball route, so I went to a tryout in San Rafael, and that's where the Diamondbacks saw me for the first time. At that tryout, I was throwing 94 miles an hour, my cutter was 91, my sinker was 88, my curveball was sharp, my changeup was nasty, nothing could go wrong. Even though the Diamondbacks didn't sign me that day, they kept my information and I reported to spring training for that independent ball team a month later and the day after I arrived is when the Diamondbacks picked me up. It was right around this time that my arms started fatiguing out worse than it ever had. So pretty much my entire time I was with the Diamondbacks, I was playing hurt and was just struggling to stay off the injured list. After getting released by the Diamondbacks, I went to a specialist and found out that I had a torn rotator cuff and needed to get surgery. So after that surgery, I spent the next six months rehabbing and decided to play my last season of professional baseball in Texas in independent ball. So after that rehab year in Texas, I decided that I needed to start actually paying my bills. So I got a job at PFA as a strength coach, and I started learning how to give pitching lessons. It was around this time that I discovered the joy of helping others achieve their own goals, and I started taking this career path more serious. Half a decade later, full of working with clients and helping guys achieve their goals, and 2020 happens. For me, I knew baseball was more than just a game. It was something for me to have hope in. It was something for me that pushed me through tough times. It was something for me that I was able to look forward to that helped me escape from the realities of life. So I knew that when baseball was removed from everyone in 2020, it was going to either cause people to lose purpose, lose hope, or get depressed. And I wanted to create a social media presence that was going to help impact that baseball community by either inspiring, educating, or entertaining them with baseball niche content. So that's right around the time I chose TikTok as the platform I was going to launch this campaign with. I made a commitment to post every single day in 2020 because I wanted you guys to have a positive community to check in with daily in that negative world and negative environment. Whether it was content where I was just making fun of people or content that was educational to help you guys stay healthy or in inspirational stuff that shared stories of other people having success, I just wanted you guys to have someone and something to look forward to. I still get comments to this day from people who were affected and influenced by my content from 2020. And let me just tell all of you guys, like you guys were the reason I got through 2020. That was a tough time for me and you guys inspired me to 
to put out content. You guys inspired me to keep pushing through and to not give up on baseball, not give up on uh, the world, not give up on any of that stuff. So I just wanted to tell you guys from the bottom of my heart that you guys, you, the baseball community, impacted me more than I was able to influence you. So thank you very much, and thank you to God for getting us all through that. And I can't begin to express my gratitude for each and every one of you guys for what you did for me during that time and what you continue to do for me today and all of the engagement and the following and the support on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, every platform that I'm on. You guys are all amazing. The baseball community is an amazing, amazing thing.